I have the word for us this morning entitled, The Millennium Rule is Not Heaven. Uh, the Millennium Rule. Uh, maybe you have heard that. And some of us really hardly um, read uh, Revelation or what is uh, ahead of us in the end time um, or in eternity. What, what, what are uh, the plans of God for the end of the world, for eternity? We in the time of eternity. I know sometimes we go through temptations, we go through tough times, and we wonder... Uh, even I work with God, but the word of the Lord in the book of Hebrews says, those that come to God must know that he is God yes. and he is a rewarder of those who diligently, diligently seek after him. Diligence means that even there will be a hard time, tough time situation that will be trying to lead you astray and prevent you from your establishing and building your relationship with God. But you persevere, you push through you, your faithfulness with the things of God. And that's what we're talking about. What is the reward in that? The millennium rule talks about... Um, we, Jesus Christ, ruling the world for a thousand years before uh, we transition into heaven. So the millennium rule is a thousand year rule of Christ before we transition. After that thousand years, we transition into heaven. Hallelujah. To be with God in eternity. So um, we need to know that because sometimes the people confuse that. To be the same thing. Now let's look at Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 to 6. Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 to 6. First lady, if you could read that for us. Amen. Revelation chapter 20. Verse, verse 4 to 6. 4 to 6. Amen. And the Bible reads. And then I saw thrones, and sitting on them were those to whom judgment, that is the authority to act as judges, was given. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus, and because of the word of God, and those who had refused to worship the beast or his image, and had not accepted his mark on their forehead and on their hand. And they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead, the non-believers, did not come to life again until the thousand years was, were completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed, happy, prosperous, to be admired, and holy is the person who takes part in the first resurrection. Over these, the second death, which is eternal separation from God, the lake of fire, has no power or authority, but they will be priests of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him a thousand years. Hallelujah. Amen. So during this uh, period in time, um, when the Antichrist have been defeated, and uh, sometimes we hear the mark of the B666, some of us have an understanding, some of us don't, but prophecies are beginning to um, be manifested. The whole world system is gradually forming the platform for the Antichrist to be released. And this is uh, a man that will deceive the world, but come in the form of Satan himself to rule over the church 
and also um, will sit for uh, the glory of God. He will sit in the in the in the church and will want the glory that is supposed to go to God be given to him. And in that wise, laws will be enacted that if you don't have the beast of the mark, you can trade, you cannot be involved in any economic activity, you cannot live life. But the word of the Lord that we just read said, those that are able to withstand, those that died, the martyrs of faith, those that did not give up on God, will live again. And we shall rule with Christ a thousand years. After this, uh, the, the, the battle of Armageddon, the battle of Armageddon has uh, transpired and Jesus has defeated the Antichrist. Then we shall resurrect. Those that are dead will resurrect. And those that are alive will also all be caught up as Apostle Paul spoke about. And where are we going? Into the millennium rule on earth. The righteous shall rule with Christ. And which means a new government shall be formed by Christ. And it shall be like the beginning. How God planned the world to be. How God planned the world to be. But sin came in and disrupted the plans of God for us. Satan deceived Adam and the man that God gave dominion and that dominion was supposed to be passed on from his descendant to his descendant. So as he failed, sin came into the world and we all that come in now, uh, since that time, we come out of our mother's womb with sin attached to our heart. As uh, 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 King David has said in Psalm 51, he said, I came out of my mother's womb with sin. Hallelujah. But for the grace that we find through Jesus Christ, he who went to the cross, he came as in the second Adam to defeat Satan and then give us back the dominion. So now we could have that dominion in Christ, when we are in Christ, when we place our faith in Jesus uh, to uh, work with God in salvation. So Christ coming back will be restoring how God's plans work for the world. So we shall be living under the rule of uh, Christ and we will rule the world. The righteous, those that have died, those that are alive then will rule with Jesus for a thousand years. And it has been chaos as, uh, as this is the origin of sin came into this world. It has been chaotic in our nations in our governments, in our our cities, in all across the world, sin has brought chaos, confusion. Sin has brought what? Killing, stealing, destruction. The righteous shall live and rule with Jesus under the thousand year Jesus rule. Will you be ready when time comes, whether dead or alive? Because it's something that uh, still affects us whether we are dead or alive. Could we look at Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21? Luke chapter 12, verse 16 to 21. Um, are you ready? Where are you investing all your strength, your energy? Which, which what, what store are you building where your treasures are being laid? 
Because this world we see will be destroyed. The world will be destroyed. The world that we see will be destroyed. Hallelujah. It will no longer be. So, Pastor, I have Luke chapter 12, verses 16 to 21. And the Bible reads, Then he told them a parable, saying, There was a rich man whose land was fertile and productive. And he began thinking to himself, What shall I do, since I have no place large enough in which to store my crops? Yes. And then he said, This is what I would do. I would tear down my storehouses and build larger ones. And I will store all my grain and my goods there. And I will say to my soul, So, you have many good things stored up, enough for many years. Rest and relax. Eat, drink, and be merry. Celebrate continually. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your soul is required of you. And now who will own all the things you have prepared? So it is for the one who continues to store up and hoard possessions for yeah. himself. And is not rich in his relationship mm. towards God. Amen. Wow. Amen. Not rich in his relationship towards God. Mm -hmm. This rich man. Can you look around and, uh, 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 and see that? As the world has relegated the things of God to the background. Yes. We are enjoying life. This rich man says, I have a lot of riches. My, my house is full of riches. My bonds are filled. My soul rise up rejoice, mm -hmm. forgetting about the things of the Lord. And that is what we are experiencing now. But the word of the Lord says, God visited him at night and took his soul. And where would he be? Where would this game be? This is the question that we need to ask ourselves as we live life now. Where would your soul be? Let us invest in our eternal life by accepting Jesus obeying the word of God through drawing from the grace of God over our lives as we establish a relationship with God. This is the narrow way which leads to eternity after death. Jesus said there's two ways, one that is narrow, one that is broad. The broad road leads to hell and the narrow road leads to heaven because what? You, you are being groomed, you are being uh, 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 trimmed out and you are empowered to live the righteous life, which is not fun. But the narrow broad, broad way is when you live life anyhow you want and the end time comes. Galatians chapter 6 verse 5 to 8. Galatians chapter 6 verse 5 to 8. Uh, like, can you read that? Yes. For every person will have to bear with patience his own burden of faults and shortcomings for which he alone is responsible. The one who is taught the word of God is to share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his spiritual and material support. Yes. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. He will not allow himself to be ridiculed, nor treated with contempt nor allow his precepts to scornfully set apart. Mm. For whatever a man sows, this and this only is what he will reap. For the one who sows to his flesh, his sinful capacity, his worldliness, his disgraceful, disgraceful impulses will reap from the flesh ruin and destruction. But the one who sows to the spirit will reap eternal life. The one who sows in the spirit will reap what? 
life eternity. First Thessalonians chapter 5, I will read verse 22 to 24. It says, Abstain from every form of evil, withdraw and keep away from it. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, that is, separate you from profane and vulgar things, make you pure and whole and undamaged, consecrated to him, set apart for his purpose. And may your spirit and soul and body be kept complete, be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. Can you hear that? Faithfully and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. And he will do it. He will fulfill his call by making you holy, guarding you, watching over you, and protecting you as he owns you. But many today, God is not a priority in our lives and in our wealth. Our generation today has planted the seed of universal moral breakdown. Mm. We have pushed God to the background of our personal lives oh and our total culture. It ran through across board, our homes, our family lives, our government, our cities, and all that concerns us. We have pushed God to the background. That means we have actually prepared ourselves for the Antichrist. The world stage is forming the platform to reveal the Antichrist, as I spoke about, is forming. Many are opposing the Christian faith in everything. Jesus will be coming again as demonstrated when the trumpet blows. Have you heard that? When the trumpet blows, Jesus will be coming with sitting on a horse like a king. Hallelujah. And that's where I'm pointing you at this morning. Like a king of kings and the Lord of us. And what is his assignment then? The Antichrist will be defeated. And now Jesus will take up his uh, throne and begin to rule with the righteous as the king of kings and the lord of lords. Let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16. It says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a shout of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the blast of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will what? Rise. They will rise first. We that accept Christ shall live under his kingship before heaven, life eternity. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Then the prophecy that was prophesied by Isaiah and uh, it brought confusion because they thought he was coming as a wealthy king. That prophecy will in reality manifest. It says, For unto us a child is born, mm -hmm. to us a son is given. And the government of the world will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse, verse 15. Let's go to verse 15. 
uh, to 8, he says, For we say this to you by the Lord's own word. I'm using the amplified version of scriptures. That we who are still alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord will in no way proceed into his presence. Those believers who have fallen asleep in death, for the Lord himself will come down from heaven and with a shout of command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the blast of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive remain on the earth will simultaneously be caught up. Rapture. Have you heard of the rapture? As we, uh, if, if you heard about it, say, uh, somebody will be driving and they'll be, they'll be caught up in the air and the, the scripture that said planes will be crashing and uh, two husband and wife will be laying on the bed and uh, before the wife look around the husband is gone <laughs> or before the wife look around the, the, before the husband look around the wife is gone Hallelujah. I'm gone Amen. glory be to God uh, but together with them the resurrected ones in the cars to meet the Lord in the air and so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort and encourage one another with these words concerning our reunion with believers who have died. Beloved, the dispensation of the millennium will begin at the second coming of Jesus Christ after the defeat of the Antichrist. And this period will begin the, the millennium rule. I've already spoken about the Antichrist. And I've told you the platform has been for for his coming. Now let's look at Revelation chapter nineteen verse twenty. Are you able to uh, Are you able to get that? Are you on? Yes, Pastor. Revelation chapter nineteen verse twenty. Okay, and I have it. And the Bible reads, "And the beast, Antichrist, who who seized and overpowered with him the false prophet." Mm -hmm. who in his presence had performed amazing signs yeah. by which he deceived those mm -hmm. who had received the mark of the beast mm -hmm. and those who had worshipped his image. Yes. Those two were hauled alive in the lake of fire which blazes with brimstone. Hallelujah. That will be the end of Satan. Mm -hmm. And this is the work of Satan now trying to recruit followers to join him in the lake of fire. Because at the, at the defeat of him, those that end up in hell will be bound there. They will be there forever. They will be there forever. And Christ will be establishing the millennium rule, a thousand year rule. The saints will rule with Christ during the millennium. And uh, you might wonder if that is a, 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 a different transition transitional period of our time in eternity how are human beings gonna look like we shall put on an immortal an immortal body all the righteous shall be transformed into an immortal body the saints will have immortal but bodies that do not die and something that look like God and that we will have bodies that cannot die okay. and we can be at one place at the same time like almighty god but cannot be at one location to another we, we will we cannot be at the same time like god but we can quickly mm -hmm. be at one location 
at, a, at, at, at different times. So I could be here at Moreno Valley and quickly be at um, New York. Ghana. Yeah, or Ghana or Africa. <laughs> the, so let's look at what is the, uh, which, um, how do we derive the word millennium? It's a Latin word. Latin word. Milli stands for a thousand and nios is what? Years. A thousand years. The wicked or unrighteous will not resurrect. They will be in hell during the millennium rule. Revelation chapter 20 verse 2. It says, And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and burned him a thousand years. So Satan and all demons, all forces that have frustrated us, that have been a source of killing, stealing, destruction, confusion, chaos, disturbance, disorderliness, and this world will be bound for a thousand years. Jesus will show the world how to live, how it was supposed to be in the beginning. There will be no lack. Everyone will have plenty. Amen. The power of sin will be broken. Amen. The whole world will be at peace. God will show us how the world should have been from the beginning. The millennium rule will be a time of righteousness, Amen. peace, and joy. Oh Repeat after me. Righteousness, righteousness peace, peace, and joy. Repeat it after me. Righteousness, righteousness peace, and joy. Peace and I speak joy. that in your life. Righteous. I speak righteousness. I speak peace. Yes. And I speak joy into yes. your life. Now let's peace. look at the millennium rule. If we say it's not heaven, how how will certain things operate? And I have three aspects of our life now. That we, we want to look into and see how it will still have an effect and impact on our life. How is the world, the precious, the, uh, the, the source of pressures and temptations in the present age? The source of pressure and temptation in the present age. How will that have an impact on our lives during this thousand year rule uh, with Jesus Christ? The world, the flesh, and the devil. What impact? How are these things going to operate in our life? Hallelujah. Let's look at the world. The world is defined here as pressure mm. coming from the outside. Pressure coming from the outside. Do you feel any pressure coming from the outside? Activities that are connected to your life. The pressure from your job. The pressure from friends. The financial pressure. All the pressure that is coming from the outside that affects your life. Hallelujah. But not directly from Satan. First John chapter 2 verse 15, 16 talks about the pressures of the world. And, and the brother world system will be righteous. The brother world system will be righteous during the millennium rule. Because Jesus himself will rule the earth. So the earth will experience peace. The whole earth will experience calmness. The whole earth will experience tranquility. Hallelujah. We ask God to give us the grace to live life, to qualify, to be in this place when the time comes. Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 to 6. It says, And then I saw thrones, and sitting on them were those to whom judgment, that is the authority to act as judges, 
which shall be ruling with Christ and judges, was given. And I saw the souls of those who have been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus and because of the word of God and those who had refused to worship the beast of or his image and had not accepted his mark on their forehead and on their hand and they came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead, the non-believers did not come to life. Non-believers, the unrighteous did not come to life. Again, until the thousand years was completed. This is the first resurrection. Blessed, happy, <coughs> prosperous, to be admired, and holy is the person who takes part in the first resurrection. Over these, the second death, which is eternal separation from God. The lake of fire has no power or authority, but they will be priests of God and, uh, and of Christ, and they will reign with him a thousand years. Hallelujah. The unrighteous will be punished immediately. So during the thousand year rule, when you sin, you'll be punished immediately. The pressures of the world will exert for less influence than they do in the present age since unrighteousness will be punished right when it occurs because there's no second chance there's no time for you to repent and have it right the second time beloved the pressure from the world will be significantly less than it is today there will still be some pressure exerted from individuals or groupings of people like families who are not living in total submission to Jesus Christ, the ruling king. Mm -hmm. the, why? Because the will of man will still be in his possession. The will of man will still be in his possession to make decisions. But at this point, the devil will not be in the midst of our decision making to lead us astray, to cause us to commit sin hallelujah now let's look at the second source of pressure and temptation the flesh the flesh is defined here as pressure coming from the inside without with the world pressure and affecting you during the millennium rule and we are talking about your own flesh your human personality what type of pressure will it exert on you hallelujah Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 to 17 says, But I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, seek Him and be responsive to His guidance. And then you will suddenly not carry out the desires of the sinful nature with response impossibly without regard for God and His precious. For the sinful nature has its desire which is opposed to the Spirit, and the desire of the Spirit opposed the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit, are in direct opposition to each other, continually in conflict, so that you as believers do not always do whatever good things you want to do. Is that pressure still going to be in existence in our life during the millennium rule? There will not be anything significantly different about the flesh than people experience in the present age. We will have to deal with the issues of our lives. Because what? We have our willpower mm -hmm. to make decisions. 
James chapter 1 verse 14 to 15 talks about the last of the flesh. The last of the flesh. But in the midst of our lash, the devil will not be in there to cause us to do a shameful things. Uh, to do the things that he is able to have influence over our life to do when it comes to the area of lust. Lasting after pornography, lasting after excessive love for money. Anything that is in excess. We know the devil is able to get into our lives and drive us to different dimensions of our lives that will cause us to commit sin, to kill, steal, and destroy us. Those being ruled through the millennium will not have the possibility of a resurrected body until after the millennium is finished. Nor will everyone living in the millennium put their faith in Jesus. They will no longer be placing your faith in Jesus because the, the, now our faith has gotten us to experience Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to put our faith in Jesus at the millennium rule, the thousand year rule with Jesus Christ on this earth. What do I mean by a resurrected body? We will need to be transitioned into another body to go to heaven, to meet God. So this is the Different between the millennium rule and heaven. We will need a resurrected body. Let's look at what the resurrected body is. What is a resurrected body? It is the heavenly body just like Christ. Mm. Philippians chapter 3 verse 21 says, Who by exerting that power which enables him even to subject everything to himself will not only transform by completely refreshing our early body so that they will be like his glorious resurrected body glorious resurrected body we will put on the resurrected body the heavenly body without that body you cannot be in heaven hallelujah and the third source of pressure and temptation in our world today how is it gonna impact our life as we live under the kingship of Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords, and the kings of kings, the devil, the devil. The devil is defined as the most powerful evil spirit in our life today. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 says, we do not wrestle in this world with flesh and blood, but with principalities, with authorities, with powers from on high, prince of peace. They influence the activities of man. They influence the activities of your family life. They influence the activities of your relation. They influence the activities of your of, of your finances, of your job, and all that concerns you. What the impact of the devil in the details of our lives? Hallelujah. Where would Satan be in the millennium rule? He will be locked up. Hallelujah. Could you say glory be, glory be to God? Glory be to God. The source of all sin and influence, the one that drives us to kill, steal, and destroy, prevents us from walking a righteous life, shall be bound in hell for a thousand years. 
Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 to 3. First, let me read for us to, so we, we bring this class, uh, this message to an end. I said class. Yeah, it is class because we're learning yes, yes, about Lord. the word of God. Say, study to show yourself approved. Yes, Lord. Amen. The righteous man need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Can you look at Revelation chapter 20, verse 1 to 3? Yes. And then I saw an angel descending from heaven, holding the key of the abyss. The bottomless pit, and a great chain was in his hand, and he overpowered and laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent of times, who was the devil and Satan, and bound him securely for a thousand years, a millennium. And the angel hurled him in the abyss, and closed it, and sealed it above him, preventing his escape or rescue, so that he will no longer deceive and seduce the nations, until the thousand years were at an end. After these things, he must be liberated for a short time. After these thousand years, he might be liberated for a short time. In other words, the devil will not be tempting and opposing human during the millennium period. At least, he will be released for a short time. For what? For what reason is he being released for a short time? Why wouldn't God keep him there in hell? Because there is the second resurrection that we are now going to heaven. So he also needs to face judgment. He also needs to face judgment. And that's when he's going to be cast out into the lake of fire for the rest. So let's check our life. Let's check our relationship with God. Let's uh, reposition our spiritual work with the Lord. Let's uh, walk in grace. Let's seek the grace of God daily to empower us, to equip us to walk this walk of faith, a lifestyle that is in compliance with the Word of God, not lived by the dictates of our flesh. Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 to 10, it talks about the final. The final destruction. Can you go there? Revelation chapter 20, verse 7 to 10. And when the thousand years are completed, Satan will be released from his prison, the abyss. Yes. And will come out to deceive and mislead the nations, mm, 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 mm. which are in the four corners of the earth, including Gog and Magog, to gather them together for the war. Their number is like the sand of the seashore. Mm. And they swarmed over the broad plain of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints, God's people, and the beloved city, Jerusalem. But fire came down from heaven and consumed them. And the devil who had deceived them was hurled in the lake of fire and burning brimstone, sulfur, which the beast, antichrist, and false prophets are also. And they will be tormented day and night forever. Forever and ever. Should they will be released thinking that they have gained power to come and attack the, the righteous and all that are living, multitude of them, hallelujah, thousands and thousands of demons will be released with Satan and they will make their mind to come and attack, but they don't have, they don't know that God has plans for them. Their release was to take them to the lake of fire where they will be for a thousand years. Beloved, he will be of the sin during the Christ thousand year rule. The devil will be judged in the lake of fire. But he will be released in a short period 
And to tempt those, it will be a God giving people the chance to decide whether they want to be in heaven. Because at that time, so there will be people that will be born. There are people that will be born during the thousand years, but they have not been tempted. God wants them to decide for themselves. Because remember I told you, our will will still be in our, position, uh, our possession. So God will give people the chance to be tempted to decide if they want to go to heaven or they want to go with the devil. Hallelujah. And that is the reason why the devil and his demons will be released for a short period of time. Hallelujah. And that will give us the chance to decide if we want to go to heaven. Have you made a decision if you want to go to heaven? This is the time to accept Christ in your heart. All that I'm talking about, you could be a benefactor of it. You could be running with Jesus during the millennium and also be with God in heaven. My question is, can you sincerely answer this question? Where would your soul be? If you are to die five minutes from now, as you cast, what would your soul be? Could you sincerely answer that you'll be in heaven or hell? If you know no answers to that question, at the coming of Christ, as the whole world stage is, is playing together to form the platform of his coming, or even doing your death. Beloved, this that I'm dis describing affects the dead and it affects the living. Yes. You will answer to Christ when you are dead or even when you are alive when he comes so this affects us whether dead or living you see pastor i i i don't have a sincere answer to that i'll call you this hour to accept christ yes. as your lord and personal savior yes. hallelujah Amen. you could repeat this short prayer after me dear jesus, dear jesus. I, thank I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins I believe that you are the Son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, Lord Jesus, for the rest of my life. You could also learn to repeat this prayer if you are straight from your feet and you want to rededicate your life back to God through Christ. This prayer is for you too. As you watch this message, you could repeat this prayer too. Beloved, I declare you saved, and the angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your soul. Your name has now been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. There's a few things you need to do to um, keep up with your salvation. Hallelujah. Look for a scripture. Uh, Bible and go all to the New Testament. You read all the Bible though, but to start with the, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It talks about Christ and everything that Christ stands for. It will help you solidify, establish you in your salvation. Also, we invite you to be a member of Lightweight Church Online and you could let us know if you were saved on this hour send us an email send us a message our information will come on the screen you could look us up you could place your membership with lightweight church of god in christ online so we will help you in your faith we'll help you develop your relationship with god through christ 
God bless you. I'm going to lift you up into the hands of the Lord. I ask that the power of God locate you with His grace and mercy. Anything in your life that is preventing you from walking right in your salvation. Anything that is preventing you from being in right standing with God. I ask that the power of God come over your life to destroy any fault, break any sin power operating in your life. That the grace of God empower you and equip you in all things to birth up the spiritual maturity that is required of you from God to live this life of salvation, this life of faith. The God that was served through His Son Christ release grace, favor, and mercy over your life in Jesus' name. Amen. First lady, you could take us to the end. What a powerful, powerful, powerful message. Amen. I know that you were truly blessed by this message. And as Pastor said, we want you to join our online community here at Lightwave Church of God in Christ. We want, amen, you to grow spiritually and move into the things that God yes, has for yes, you, amen. Yes. But you need to be connected. So if this message blessed you, if you were saved this afternoon, if you restored your relationship, yeah, amen, your salvation, yes. went back onto the Lord, we want to hear from you. Email us at lightwavechurches at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, www.lightwaychurch.com, and let us know there. Keep those two email address and also the website. So if you are interested in becoming a member of Lightway yes. Church of God in Christ, go ahead and use those two resources we have just provided you. Lightwaychurches at gmail.com or lightwaychurch.com. Now it is time for the best part of the service, amen. Giving time, power in our giving. There's Amen. power in our giving. Yes. Glory be to God, because you may be in a dry situation in your life. Yes. When I say dry, I mean dry. If you think of a desert, it's dry. Yes. Glory be to God. But as you begin to prepare that seed, wrap your need around that seed, you will see that God can cause Oh, a river to go through that desert. He yes. can visit that dry situation that you have already declared was hopeless. He can turn that situation around. What is it that you are going through? Don't say that God does not see because he Amen. sees everything. Don't say God's not going to transform it because God is going to transform yes. it. Wrap your need around that seed. Prepare that seed. And as you prepare, begin to prepare that seed. Begin to seek the face of the Lord and say, Lord, what is it that you would have me to give today. Yeah. What is it? Sometimes I remember Pastor Daniel years ago I did this and the Lord said, so a thousand dollars seed. I was like, whoa, that's a lot. That, that, that's yeah. a thousand dollars seed. And I remember I only had so much and I and I looked at you and I said, do you have about four hundred dollars with this? But I heard the Lord, oh, glory be to God. And I planted that thousand dollar seed. And when I tell you God moved on my behalf, that seed I planted then is still working on my behalf. Oh, glory be to God. It's continually doing things in my life. But you know, when you hear that amount, you might be thinking it's the devil. So you may say, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. But no, that is God trying to speak to you to get you your breakthrough, amen. Well, go ahead and prepare that seed. You can give um, via text to give 
And the number um, to text to give, this is the, the most modern way, glory be to God. And I love it so much because as you give this way, your seed goes through automatically, glory be to God. And the text to give number is 833-901-2082. 833-901-2082. You will enter that in the in the field where you put the phone number. And in the subject field, you'll put how much you want to give. Or if you want to go ahead and sew on the website, go to lightweightchurch.com and you can give there. Pastor, let's We're pray not for asking you to give a thousand dollars. No, we are not. She was giving it a was testimony. an example. Amen. A giving testimony. is equal sacrifice, yes. not equal giving. So whatever God is communicating to your heart to give. That's what you should sow Amen. or give. Equal sacrifice, Amen. not equal giving. Because the widow's might yes. was very valuable yes. in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. I want you to understand that because many like to go around bastardizing pastors or the church when we want to help you in your giving Amen. to sow in good grounds. Amen. In every religion, giving is, is at the center of it. When you go to the Hindu temple, the, their gods are decorated in gold. The Hindu women donate their hair. Mm -hmm. The the the, the one uh, dignity of a woman or the the, the 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 glory of a woman, the word of God says, is in their hair. Mm -hmm. They are able to shave all their hair and donate it to the Hindu gods. Mm -hmm. When you go in your store looking for Indian hair, that's what you're going to buy. That's where the source of your Indian hair. That's most of us, most of you ladies buy. Is how they, 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 they see the place of their God in their lives. And they're able to donate your hair to their God. God is demanding us to give. Hallelujah. And you are not giving to man, you are giving to God. We need to help you so that you do not uh, live in lack. We need to help you. So that you do not live in life. God bless you as you give. God meets you at the point of every need that you are placing on your seed this hour. Well, Heavenly Father, we commit these seeds into your hands, Father, even as they're going forth, Father, on this good ground. Father, we thank you for looking in every seed that is being sown, Father, those who have to give and those who do not have to yes, give. Father, Father, we ask that you breathe upon their seed this morning in the name of Jesus. Father, even breathe upon those who do not have the seed this yes. morning. Yes. Breathe upon their financial situation. Father, we thank you for breakthrough. We thank you for turnaround. We thank you for meeting your people at the point of their need. Your word declares, Lord, you should supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Amen. We ask that you visit every household this morning. Whatever the need is, Father, we thank you for plenty. Whatever the need is, we thank you for provision. Whatever the need is, Father, we thank you for breakthrough. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise in the mighty, matchless, undefeated name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Well, it has been a blessing coming to you today with this word from our mighty man of God, Amen. Pastor Daniel Yaboa. And you know what? We will meet you next week here on Facebook Live. If you're watching us by any other stores, if you're watching us by YouTube, KAZQ, whatever means you'll be watching us through. Stay tuned as we will come next week with another powerful word from the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We love you. And we should meet again next week. Amen. God Amen. bless you. God bless you.